welcome today and a lot of days if you're gonna binge these all together then welcome just in the last couple of days to the tag and brando podcast thank you that is taggart hi that you just heard that's me i'm brandon how are you today taggart oh my goodness doing quite well thank you for asking uh, how are you a are you a this isn't the question of the day, but are you a podcast binger? Like will you just kinda hold off on podcasts or and like listen to them back to back, or are you like a every week No I mean no I roll out. No. When I had a job job, and I apologize for those who have job jobs, if that's offensive to you, I don't mean to be offensive. Job job. But when I had a mm-hmm. job job my, I could listen to them while I worked. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yes, that was the time of binging. And I would, and I did, listen to some podcasts just straight through. And like, right. oh, this is interesting. I'll listen to the first one and then all the way through to the current day. And I just I can't keep up with them every week. I'm not, I'm not, At this point, I, I can't listen to a podcast unless I'm like driving. Like... Oh, really? I mean, I can, but I can't pay attention to it. Like, there's too much uh-huh. other stuff going on, you know? Hmm. So, and I'm not good at listening to podcasts when I'm not doing something. You know? You're not good at listening to podcasts when you're not doing something. Let me explain. Like, something okay. <laughs> something mindless. So, you're... Right? So, right. driving, I'm driving, but it's Mowing mindless. I don't have to or... worry about... Right, yeah. right, something like that, or but like taking care of children. Like, are you okay? Are you okay? Are you alive? Are you alive? Like, I can't. <laughs> right, I can't be like, oh, <laughs> let me listen to this podcast. Oh, that is a funny quip. Oh, child is choking mm-hmm. on a marble. Like, it's not. Uh, it's not good. It's okay. Good. Good. good, good times. to know that you have your priorities. You know. You know. Things happen. People change. Whatever. Um. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would say, sure. I started listening to a podcast last week, but it was because I drove to Denver. And Uh I found it somehow. Oh, I was looking at my podcast, like, what should I look at? What should I listen to? And one of my podcasts that I used to listen to, that's basically over. It was like a limited thing. Had like a little trailer Mm -hmm. for a new one that this guy was doing. And I was like, oh, I'll just listen to that. That'll be great. And so I listened to like a few of those kind of kind of in a row because I had to drive up and a drive back and had a little time there. But uh, yeah, and the other time I do it is when my, my daughter will not sleep. So I drive in the car, put her in the back. Oh, wow. Fall uh-huh. asleep, maybe. It doesn't happen that much, but a couple last week it did. And I listened to the last episode of that podcast that I was listening to that I didn't get to finish. So thanks baby, but also go to sleep. They so. need to somebody needs to just have a car simulator that There's, just There is such a thing. Right, but I mean like I'm I'm talking like a bubble that you put your your child in that they is virtually indistinguishable. You know, yeah, well, they have like the rockers and the everything. No, but I'm weren't like, you telling what? me about that? Some guy who actually made one. Was that you or was that not you? It was probably not me. 
Mm, okay, that I seems. I just thought of this. This seems to add up. No, seriously, some <laughs> dude, and I don't remember. Like this is from another source. I did not see this firsthand or in a video or anything like this. Somebody just told me that some guy had made a car simulator to put his child hearsay. to sleep. It is complete hearsay. Enjoy it here and say maybe in the future. Um, right. But yeah, he built it so that he could put the, the like, you know, the baby carrier in there. Uh-huh. And it then it did the whole thing and, and generated the road noise and the bumps and the turns and the whatevers. Um, and that's how he would put his baby to bed. Because that's the weirdest thing about it is, like, you would think that even if it was like a steady motion, you know, like a rocking kind of thing, and they have the the swings and, you know, bassinets and right. baby things, even like, you know, just like back and forth and back and forth, get yourself a little baby hammock. Um, <laughs> like, the, yeah, that, that rhythmic kind of thing works, but it's interesting to me that a car that is somewhat rhythmic in the fact that like, you know, the engine and tires and everything like that but like turning and bumps and everything cause a little bit of a different i'll tell you, know, you. kids are I, I i think it's the kids are smart they understand when mm-hmm. you're trying to put them to sleep mm-hmm. and so if the rhythm is too consistent they're like oh no i know what you're trying to do and they will fight you um right but a car's sneaky because they're like, oh, we're driving somewhere. This is great. And it's inconsistent enough that they're just not like, oh, maybe they're trying to put me to sleep. Yeah. And, then they, and I'm completely restrained. Right. And uh, Can't move. Oh, hmm, uh. Where are we going, Dad? It's 12. Um, <laughs> it is late. It is night. <laughs> but that baby can't read time. Anyways, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, there's my two cents on that. Is that what you wanted to know today? Uh, well, I have a uh, interest in another portion oh. of your life. Oh, okay. Um, actually, like this, this is really about like your life as a whole. I Ooh, guess. Okay. So my life the in today, a whole. Yes, in a nutshell, one might say. Oh, in a whole, um, in a nutshell. Okay. Yeah, we are burying this nut, letting it sit, digging it up, and then somebody's gonna write about it. In and a, the question is, what do they have to go off of? <laughs> so, really, the question is, in in light of like you know, uh, Hamilton being on Disney Plus and oh, everybody's talking oh, about it again, oh, and uh-huh. you know, and um, all this kind of different stuff. If if you watch like a biography of people from, you know, anywhere, even like. 50 years ago or yeah. anything like that. It just fascinates me to know that there's documents out there They're, that chronicle yeah. this person's life and letters that, you know, they're like, oh, well, this person didn't like this person or this person was in love with this person and that back and forth and whatever. And um, it even kind of comes up in, spoiler alert, Hamilton, where like his they don't know like a couple of key points, right? Uh huh. They like say like no one else was in the room when this happened and his wife, you know, stopped writing. And so we don't know how she really reacted to this. Right. And things like that. 
but everything else is there's so many other things that are like in greatest detail you know like we have a literal shot by shot account of certain things mm-hmm. and so uh that all aside what material in your life would give a biographer enough to kind of put together a couple of chapters on yeah i think the they Taggart gillespie story the most that they would have well i don't know if this is true but the most written information that they would have would be uh from my baby book and from a journal I took when I, when I wrote when I was a child, from about when I was eight till... Uh, oh, really? Sporad- but very sporadically. Very sporadically <laughs> uh-huh. from when I was eight till high school. I wrote a few things sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it was a couple things. I wrote a few like things a year, sometimes. A couple things a mm-hmm. year or something, and I'd like, I should write about my life. Someone might want to know about how boring my life is. But I guess now we have this chronicle of the podcast. So uh, I know I thought about that. Some yeah. of that, some of that information's in there now too, um, for you know some maybe some bigger stories or whatever, fuller mm-hmm. pictures or whatnot. But uh, but yeah, if you're going on uh, writings, that would be it. Not a lot, not a lot to go on. They'd be like, he was a kid. He liked Legos, <laughs> right? He liked He-Man. He, uh... yep, that's yeah. about it. <laughs> I know it's it's crazy to think about. Um, I mean, you, you you think about like love letters and everything going back yeah. and forth, and so you're thinking like, oh, well, there's like text messages. But text messages tell you very, they tell you a lot, but also very little in in the same breath you know what i mean it, yeah you're... text is good for a quote but it's not necessarily good for a grant for like a whole picture right type of scenario right you know what i mean like did you um like in that in the uh pillow fort versus blanket fort pillsburg versus blanket town of uh community when they made that um, kind of documentary style. I vaguely um, remember. Yes. Then they have like yeah, like text me- text messages between you know um, uh, Annie and Jeff and everything uh-huh. like that. And it's just like it's like I do what I can. Text message Jeff Winger, and it's just like heard you gave the same speech to some people on. It's like on the other side. WTF? Frowdy phase <laughs> like, <laughs> and everything like that. And so like. Um, yeah, like, I just think, like, text messages and stuff like that are, I mean, sometimes you can carry on a whole conversation and, you know, it gets really in-depth and everything like that, but... Yeah, but I'm it's still back, just I'm thinking back when, like, text messages used to be, like, 100 or 250 characters, and, like, that was it. That's what you got, right. And so you had to, like, abbreviate the crap out of them and everything like that, like, to get everything you could out of a text... When you but, used to have to pay per text, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. I guess, oh, man. I guess the other thing that they might have something to go off of, if they could f- figure out the timelines and whatnot, uh, are songs that I wrote. Ooh, okay. Which uh, your discography? My discography, which is not huge. Not ready I, on discs. <laughs> 
No, there, there, there's some of them that have demo recordings, and that's about it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, off my computer. Um, I let's see, but that kind of just gives a brief picture, you know, a selective picture of things happening mm-hmm. f- from when I was, you know, in my twenties to thirties, basically. Um, not much else in the realm of that except for the French astronaut which was before that but you know mm-hmm. yeah can't can't win them all <laughs> you should you should you should put the French astronaut in this do you have a I, digital I don't think I have a recording of the French astronaut uh, it's good stuff I will see if I can work one up but I don't <laughs> think I have it and the well listener you'll know if it shows up or not right. at the end I'll of have, the segment <laughs> I'll <laughs> have to uh, <laughs> I have to try to remember all the words, because um, right. I don't. Know. It's one of those that I wrote, that I wrote on a piece of paper, and then I never typed it up later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was young and not very smart. I wrote that song in high school, so um, I'll see if I can dig it up. So it might not make it on this episode, but maybe we can. Uh, Attach it somewhere. I'll uh, start my SoundCloud and put it out for everyone to listen to. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. We'll we'll talk later. Yeah, because I'm thinking back, like you know, yeah. There's a couple of letters back and forth. As far as journaling goes, I am a horrible journaler. Yeah. Like, not just in frequency and, but in content. Um, yeah. Stephanie and I recently went through a couple of my journals and stuff like that, and they are just like nonsense. Like, what do you mean? I am. Are you so, at least chronicling the day, or are you just kind of like, nope? You, it's more or less like a free form, uh, oh, it, off the dome you, kind of writing situation. It's Ulysses, like, you know, with. We're spelling, I guess. Like, it is bad. <laughs> it is bad. And, um, and like, I'm speaking to myself and to the audience who's reading it. Okay. Like, I, I have a very weird, like, existential type uh, writing style in that I, <laughs> I write as if I'm, like trying running to, out of time well just trying to get ahead of like <laughs> what i'm gonna say right to the audience member so it's not like you know some kind of like dear diary like i saw the you know this this or whatever like there's this one part like that got like really dark <laughs> not nice. like crazy dark but it like for for me i guess there. it got pretty dark yeah. But even still, I talk about how I'm not writing as much as I should be because I'm editing it. So I don't want the person reading it to be as to think of me as you know depressed and everything as I feel because I don't feel that I'm that depressed normally. So I don't want them to have that mindset of me by this text so i'm censoring it in the moment because i know a future moment i'll be like yeah it was not that bad <laughs> it's weird 
it's really weird interesting yeah so um yeah it's just because I, I don't know it's like when i commit it to paper for some reason i'm like you have to stick by this forever like right. this isn't like like you are putting this down and this is now you and people are gonna read this and they're gonna think oh my gosh this guy was this or this guy was that you know and stuff like that so i like really contemplate what i'm like like half contemplate what i'm writing if i'm writing about something else i'll just be like yeah flutey flu flotty flu blah blah like nobody cares about this other thing but i'm like writing about myself i'm like hold up if i'm gonna put like my signature at the bottom of this i need to be able to like come back to it later and be like yep i still stand by that and so it's it's not very uh, it's honest but it's not very like overt you know it's not it's it's tough you're trying to complete the picture before you're like fully formed as a person (laughs) but you're like i gotta Mm -hmm. stand by these things um Mm -hmm. that's difficult to do yeah so like yeah it's 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 very interesting in that in that respect and everything so um and it doesn't talk about anything that i did like you read my whole journal from when I was a missionary in Canada and yeah. you're like, Oh, he was a missionary in Canada. I got none of that. Really? <laughs> I like, it's all like, it's, it's like, you know, what's weird. And then I'll write about something completely like, like the day will make me think of something, you know, like mm-hmm. somebody being rude. I'm like, somebody was really rude to me today. And I'm not like, they came in and they said this and I responded like this and da 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 and why can't people just be nice and blah blah blah. It's more like being rude is a form of ignorance and da 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 and I'll just like lecture on this lecture like, on rudeness, yeah, yeah, for this thing for like two or three pages. Yeah, that should be, be our like, next podcast. You should just read to us about being rude. Oh, man. It's bad. I mean, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll maybe read an excerpt or something but yeah that's the kind of thing it is it's it and so like if i read it you know within a year's time i could have been like oh yeah that's because this guy you know like said that you know i was fat or stupid or whatever right. but like you five know, years and, later you're gonna be like ah, i don't know what happened that day i don't know somebody was probably a jerk to me in line at the grocery store or something or maybe i saw somebody you know, yelling at their kids or something. I don't know. Like, and that's, right. that's kind of the problem and everything. Cause I mean, if somebody wrote a biography of my life, there's probably parts of it where I'd be like, really? Does that happen? <laughs> I'm, not okay. so sure. I'm not sure. I'd like to see your sources. Yeah. And so that's funny. Um, but yeah, like I think, um, yeah, you think about like, you know, writing letters and everything like that. Like, those definitely letters um i had like a specific i have like a specific format um where you like tell a story like an actual like event that happened okay you give some kind of like you know like this especially like on the mission you give like some kind of inspirational like hey i'm doing great because you know this and this and this and then you send like a picture with like a little story on the back of that those were like my three criteria is like you gotta you give them updates you give them a story you give them a spiritual uplift and then you give them a picture minimum nice stuff like that so 
Well, that's a good point. I did write a few letters to my family and things like that during the mm-hmm. mission time. Um, it's probably the most letters time that I ever, you know, had. Um, mm-hmm. Back in our time, you, that's how you had to contact your family, except for like once a week we could email. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. So the best part about that, the emailing thing, is my mom like she knew about the time that I would get to the library and email. Oh, really? And so she would, she would usually wait for like right before that. So say I got out, like I got out of the apartment and that was like the first thing that we did. So I like at 10 AM, I'm like, all right, beeline it to the library. So there's no line, you know, get on a computer, you know, read and respond to emails. So like, that's like eight, you know, 8 AM, on the, in mountain time or whatever so she would wait till like 7 30 and like write her letter because she wanted it like updated you know like this is what's going on in the week you know all this kind of so stuff like right away you get it and you get basically up to the yeah. minute information but there were some times when she wouldn't get to her computer in time so then it's like, oh no, he's already responded to, you know, he's already written me, so I missed writing him a letter this week. Uh huh. And instead of just sitting down and writing a letter right then, she would be like, oh, well, I'll wait till next week and give him a full update of like the last two weeks. And sometimes, not often, but sometimes that again got skipped. So there'd be like three weeks where I'm like, I don't know if my family's dead, or alive, <laughs> or what. <laughs> and, you know, not as bad as other missionaries had it in you know past times or people in general just whatever but it's just like oh okay well i'm just writing this letter to someone i hope is going to read it because you know so on and so forth so yeah it's just like just just write it just respond back it doesn't matter if it's a week old because the information's gonna be a week old anyway right yeah and it it's interesting because that kind of plays into I really want to come up with a name or find out if there's a name for this kind of phenomenon. And this is what how I feel about like journaling and stuff too. Uh-huh. Where the more contact you have with somebody, the more details you're wanting to share with them. Whereas the if you have if you lose contact with them for a while you don't sit there for like nine hours and go through every single day right the the more contact you you know the more time that passes without giving somebody an update the less information you share with them and that's like kind of ironic to me where it's like yeah if you see somebody every single day it's like how was your day oh my gosh so my alarm doesn't go off and well okay it it like went off, but it like you know didn't go off like long enough, maybe. So like I heard it in my dream, but then like I didn't wake up, and and then so I was like a couple minutes you know late getting into the shower, mm. and so I had to take a faster shower. You know, usually I like to you know like leave the conditioner in for a full five, but you know I'm, I'm just like rushing <laughs> it out and everything. You're, you know, like <laughs> you're giving these my this this minutia that nobody real like that 
you know, sometimes people care about. I think that's what a, like a loving relationship really is. Is like you care about these, you know, minutias and everything. Right. Whereas you haven't seen somebody in like a year and it's just like, how's it going, man? Great. How are you? I'm good. I'm also awesome. good. Well, dude, yeah. it's weird. It's weird because I feel like uh, you want to go into that kind of deal. Well, not always, but mm-hmm. sometimes when it's like a good friend that you haven't talked to in a long, long time, you're like, I mm-hmm. want to add all that detail in there, but I don't really know if they want that or also like you can go in too quick with too much. And then they're like, I can't deal with, I can't respond to all this. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So it's just like, we give them the bullet points and then, you know, if they want more information, then we can go into it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd say the, the perfect example is you and me mm. where like, you know, when we were hanging out every day and like, you know, giving each other like the blow by blow of like all the stuff. And we would sit in the car Right. And talk until literally, like, you know, the milkman shows up and everything like that. Uh-huh. Um, whereas when when I got back from Canada, we hadn't seen each other in four years. Right. And it was kind of just like, hey, man. Hey. What's up? What you doing? So, Spider-Man 2, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> let's watch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, yeah. I mean, you can fall back into it. You can fall in and out and everything. But yeah. I just, that's just an interesting phenomenon to me. Like, yeah, if, even if, you, if you're if you on daily, then, yeah, you got to update somebody on the daily or update somebody by the week. But the gets less and less detailed. Right. It's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. So I need a coin to turn for that. So I'll come uh, up with that. Yeah, you work on that. This. Yeah. We'll get there. But, yeah. In the meantime, why don't we uh, trigger something in our memories? Well, I wanted to talk today about free time. Most free time. Free time. Okay. Most specifically, when was the last time, and you can be general if you don't know us specifically, but when was the last time that you had a day... Where you actually didn't, you didn't have to do anything. A day when I didn't have to do anything. Anything. So. Not necessarily a day that you're like, I have stuff to do, but I'm not doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the Jim Gaffigan, like, is there ever a day when you have so much to do that you just don't do anything? You're just like, oh, man. It's kind of like this, yeah, explaining your day to somebody. You're like, oh, it's too much to explain. Right. Just not explain any of it. <laughs> but, uh, no, I definitely have had um, those those kinds of days. Um, so I'm thinking like, oh, man. I'm thinking like when I was at um, – like my previous job and everything, like, you know, yeah. I wasn't in school and it was just like a regular, um, just a regular, you know, not even nine to five. It was like six to three. Right. 
6.30 and everything like that. And so I had a lot of like, you know, afternoon time and everything like that. But then like Saturdays and Sundays um, were just kind of my own thing. You know, I didn't have anything right. to do. And so I just remember um, one day just, yeah, not really having anything to do. And so a lot of times when that happens, I'll just clean. Yeah. For whatever reason, like, I mean, usually there's like a time when I need to like clean because, you know, back in that day, it was like cleaning checks for the apartment or, you know, you got somebody coming over or you're doing a little shindig or something like that. But like a lot of times when I'm just sitting around doing nothing basically like my thing is to kind of just put on some kind of show or like you know put on some music and just you know and just do some deep cleaning because i mean i guess it's not something i need to do necessarily but it's something that is always kind of there right right you know you're always kind of just like oh man like let's just let's just finally like just pull this fridge out and see what's going on back there, you know, sweep underneath the, um, the stove or something like that. And like, you know, really, really get in there and everything like that. And so, um, and that's, and that's one of the things, yeah, I, I find is, is a deep cleaning actually like, I don't know. I get, cause a lot of times it's like, Oh, I'm just gonna clean the surface. Like, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> like, I really don't want to <laughs> move this. I don't want to pick up this couch because I don't want to know what's what's in there. You right. know. And then there's like that other time where you're just like, I know I got the time to do this. I don't have anything else. So that's it. I'm I'm doing like I'm pulling the couch cushions off. I'm pulling the the right. the upholstery. You know, unzipping the cushion cushion covers, Gross. washing those, it's never and good. everything. You know, doing the thing where you press down the springs and like try to grab grab all the stuff that's like falling in the in the crack there, and uh-huh. then vacuuming it all out and and everything like that. Like really getting down in there, like um, pulling everything out of the fridge, cleaning all the fridge surfaces so it gets that nice like bleach kind of smell Ooh. and everything. Putting it all back, um, yeah, that kind of stuff. Like. That's on a day that's not like, hey, you have to clean, you know, because if you have to clean right. because you're because somebody's coming over, it's like, OK, what is all the surface stuff that I need to do? Yeah, you know, it's like, got to be presentable. Like, yeah, I got a vacuum. I got a sweep and I got to get these counters done and da, 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 da. OK, that's that. You know, there's so much surface that needs to be clean. Whereas a day when I don't have anything to do is like, you know what? We're gonna finally see what's going on on top of this, you know, on top of this bookshelf. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this is gonna take a while. It seems like it needed and... my attention five days ago, <laughs> or years, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Increments so... of five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, one thing I noticed about cleaning the other day. Yeah. Uh, dryer lint, right? What about it? If 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 you're pulling out your dryer, right, moving mm-hmm. or whatever, and you got your like dryer lint tube and everything and it like, you know, just dumps and stuff like that, 
you kind of feel like, oh, that's gross. Oh, there's so much, you know, stuff there, right? Yeah. But when you th- when you think about it, dryer lint is one of the cleanest things in a certain sense in your house. Well, it's the clean. It is literally. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> yeah. the cleanest lint you can find for sure. It, it's it's the cleanest like bits of dust that you can find because it's literally been through the washer, gotten all that kind of stuff. And then it's been through the dryer where it's been heated and it's just tiny bits of your clothes that is just like, oh, dryer lint is so great. It's like, no, dryer lint is like great. Like (laughs) dryer lint is fine. You know, it's not going to have like mites or bugs or anything as much as all the rest of this dirt around here because it's just been washed and heated and, you know, just blown through a tube. So I just thought about that. I was like, oh, wait. Think about the That's genius. Not that bad. Think about the yeah. genius who dis- who figures out in the future how to make clothes out of dryer lint. Think Ooh. about it. Think about it. <laughs> how to get those tiny fibers into the long strands that you I'm need. just saying I'm just saying en- yeah. endless loop. Endless loop yeah. right there. Yeah. Endless loom. Oh, that's what you would call it. Nice, nice, nice. What 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 day have you had nothing on the docket? So so the the thing that I can think of the the blah, 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 blah. um so the last time <laughs> I think that we really had days where we didn't have to do anything, mm-hmm. um was probably when we were in Korea. Okay. Um, not every weekend, but most weekends, we didn't have anything that we had to do. Right. Like, we could clean. You know, we could do our house or whatever, our little apartment, but, like, we could do that. If we decided to go do something, we could do that when we got home. Our apartment was 300 square feet. It was teeny. It didn't take much <laughs> to clean it. Um, but we literally had nothing to do on Saturdays, most weekends. So we'd usually go out and go somewhere, but like, uh, we didn't have to do anything for work. We didn't. And I mean, that's all we really had when we were in Korea was work. Um, Mm -hmm. so like I said, not always, sometimes there was things, but, uh, but most Saturdays we didn't have anything to do, anything that we had to do. Um, right. I mean, you're in a foreign country, man. You can do whatever. Well, yeah. Plenty of stuff we can do and plenty of stuff we might want to do. But it wasn't like right. we had a responsibility on most Saturdays to do these different things. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Not too much. Not too much like that. There were definitely some Saturdays where my wife was like, let's go do something. Let's go see something. And I was like, I want to lay in this bed. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I don't want to go anywhere. Um, so there was, so there was that. Um, yeah. And I guess the other, I mean, right after that, when we went to, we went backpacking through Southeast Asia after we left Korea, uh, we mm-hmm. didn't really have to do anything on any of those days. We just chose all the things that we did. Um, I mean, not entirely true. There were days when we had to catch buses. Fly and, or drive. Right, right. Yeah. 
or we were going to be stuck in a place longer than we wanted to be or whatever, uh, or we already bought the tickets, so we better make that happen. Um, but yeah, the majority of the days were like, let's go walk around and see what we see. So, so yeah. So, I mean, that was a while ago now. That was like five years ago that we left. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's been a minute and, uh, I don't think any day since then has been an open day. (laughs) I don't think I've ever had a, a day since where I didn't have to do something. Something that should yeah, and, should be done. Um, yeah, and that's kind of the thing is you got this like perpetual to do list. Oh my gosh, dude! You know, yeah, which is just like, oh, I really need to fix that, or oh, I really need to like write that, or I need to reorganize this, or I need to, you know, clean that, or you well, know, whatever. And it's just yeah, kinda, and that's just I think a part of the reason that I came up with this question is that I feel that adult life is kind of like how do we get to the point where that list is as small as possible and then how can we maintain that level right because uh we don't want a ton to do a little's fine we don't have to do nothing but i wanted a comfortable list level that you know Mm -hmm. if i wanted to bust it out in a day maybe i could have a free day if i really wanted to um, just to get that list shorter, but then still be able to survive and make money and all that stuff. So, right. So anyways, I've been thinking about that a little bit. No insights necessarily, but, uh, but there you go. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting too. Cause like, yeah, when you, when you have something to do or you have your, your list and everything like that. And at the same time, you also want, um, you know, just free time during the day, you know, like right. you, you know, maybe come up with your checklist of stuff so that you can take the last couple hours and just be like, you know what, this is, this is downtime. This is what, you know, I've accomplished what I needed to do today. And this is my, my me time, free time, whatever you want to call it. Right. Kind of a thing. And it's just, it is interesting that, um, you know, my, my boss recently was like, you need to like plan out your day and like schedule, like, you know, all the different projects you're going to be working on, you know, for that day. And like, you know, all the little things that come up, you know, have like a little side to do list. Um, you know, and it feels really good to check things off and da da And I'm like, yeah, but I mean, you just spend so much time planning you know, like, right. like planning, planning, you know, and I quoted the mixed up files of Paige can get mad at me. Uh, what is it? <laughs> I know what you mean. Uh, the one where they live in the, uh, the museum. Yes. Oh, I think I'm going to, I'm going to blame it on the movie. Um, oh, sure. Because, uh, I think, they changed the name of it in the movie. I can't remember. Did but they? it's the the, it the mix-up files of Mrs. Basil E. Frankweiler. Frankweiler, yeah. Yes. And so... Um, you got there. They... Um, yeah, so they say, like... And I'm going to mess up the quote as well. It's like, five minutes of planning is worth, like, 15 minutes of searching or something like that. And... Um, 
they uh, they basically yeah sit down and kind of come up with a plan and all that kind of different stuff uh, to and it doesn't even work their plan doesn't work and they figure out you know the secret like in the last few seconds um, right and everything anyway but um, but it's you know it's an interesting notion where it's just like but at the same time I feel like there's sometimes when it's like this plan has taken forever where we could have just done the thing already. <laughs> right. And, 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 and been done, you know? And right. so, I don't know. That's just kind of how it goes sometimes. But, uh, it's from the mixed up files of Mrs. Basley Frankweiler. Yeah. So. So, yeah. I mean, and that's the, that's a tough balance, man. I feel... I definitely know when planning has taken too long. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know when the threshold is, but, like, when you're starting to, like, get, like, you know, you can feel it. You're like, okay, obviously we've been doing this way too long. Like, what are we going to do? All we need to do mm-hmm. is something. Right. What's going on? Um, well, I mean... Yeah, I think, I think you just, I'm I'm gonna put a plug in for us uh, talking about our train trip, um, the next next series here is because Ooh. that is like, that is one of the prime examples of just like you got to plan it out, but even when you plan, sometimes you're stranded in the middle of a foreign country with nowhere to stay because <laughs> yep. you planned it a month ago and that person didn't didn't show up whereas when you call somebody else you know two days before or three days before or whatever they show up at midnight at the train station no right. questions asked right and have you know breakfast for you that next morning you know right so that is you know you got to be able to strike that balance but um but yeah man what's uh should we go to new sure yeah let's hit up the something, new something hit up the old new. something new all right what is your the new all right so i feel like we should have like a like a news broadcast like here today we have Today on the new, ooh, that was just middle C. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> today on the new, so okay, this weekend we uh, all right. So for those that don't know, my band leader has bought us a tour vehicle. Okay. All right. He has bought us a. Um, a Ford shuttle bus. So it is a tour bus. It one is. Would say. You could say it's a bus. <laughs> okay. It is. Uh, yeah, it's a tour bus. Um, and he has done some conversion on it. It's not done, mm-hmm. but the conversion has begun. There is a couch in the back. There is one other seat in the back. There's a TV. There is a mini fridge, uh, a microwave. There are four bunks back there for sleeping times. Um, and he's, he's obviously ripped out all of the, the stuff, all the existing 
things that included a, you know, rows of chairs, a wheelchair lift in the back. Um, so there's no lift in the back anymore? No. No. Oh, okay. It's been removed. Just the door that opens to nothing. It will opens to bunks right now. Oh, okay. So, so uh, and he put in a new flooring in it. So it's like the uh, linoleum uh, or laminate, like uh, wood mm-hmm. style, click clickety clackety uh, flooring. <laughs> Looks nice. Fake um, hardwood, right? Right. And so he's done some work on it. So he he's like, I, we had a, a gig this weekend uh, about an hour. Well about two and a half hours away from where I'm at currently. Mm-hmm. And he was like, let's take the bus. They made a voyage situation. Let's go. Let's do this. And we're like, all right, cool. So I drove an hour up to meet at our drummer's house. We met there. We practiced a little bit. We get loaded up in the bus. We load all our gear in there. We're not sleeping, right? So we're using the bunks for storage and whatnot. Um, so there's plenty, there's still plenty of room for sitting and chatting and blue, blah, blue. Um, uh, the blue, blah, blue, the blue, blah, blue. You enjoy it. We all do. Mm-hmm. So we're going up. Um, so we load into the bus. We start heading north because that's the direction we had to go. Uh, unnecessary details. Thank you. Um, so right. we're driving up and i'm actually driving i'm on the freeway the thing has a limiter on it so we can't go past 60 comfortably it's supposed to you're supposed to go around 60 so i'm not trying to go any faster than i'm trying to ride 60 just going we've only been driving on the freeway for maybe 10 minutes Uh uh-huh and the needle I can feel that it doesn't want to stay at 60. Like I'm, I'm, then, you okay. know, I'm at 60, but I feel the bus starting to slow, even though I'm not letting off the gas, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, are you up? Are you, is this like up the hill? Like, so no, I mean, we're just, just, just going straight. So I'm like, well, this is not, that's mm-hmm. not right. So I've tried to give it a little bit more, and it started to speed back up a little bit, but then it did the, the gas, the 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 needle went up real fast, and then went nose dived, <laughs> nothing. Oof. And I was like, uh, we're dead. So I pull it over. In like the area, there was like a you know a little area between the on ramp and like traffic. Oh, the little triangle of little, right. doom? Little triangle <laughs> yeah. of doom, if you like. Um, and so we're sitting there, and I'm like, uh, guys, I think we're dead. So when I tried to turn it again, I'd get the click, 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 click. Like it So was, the engine has just shut off completely. The engine shut off, right. Oof, okay. So I'm trying to turn it on. It gives me the click, 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 like it's trying to start up. And I'm like, so there's something there, but... but uh, you know, it sounds like the engine starter's fine, whatever. But I'm like, it's probably it's not turning over. It's probably your battery or your alternator, and mm-hmm. and you know, the guy, 
our lead guy, he's like, well, my uncle, who's an electrician, has like this alternator tester, and he tested it this morning. So, you know, mm-hmm. he had this battery that he had just got charged up, and he had had the alternator tested this morning. But the de- the battery was definitely gone because it wouldn't start up. So, anyways, hmm. uh, the C dot truck. Um, for those that don't know, whoa! Sorry if you're hearing scratches. Um, that was loud. That mm-hmm. was loud. Sorry, listeners. Someone decided they wanted to sit at the kitchen table. How dare they? Um, <laughs> So this truck pulls up, and then they're like they're like road maintenance dudes. They check traffic and whatever. And so he's just patrolling to make sure traffic is moving and stuff. And so he pulls over, and he's like, what's up, guys? How can I help? And we're like, oh, my goodness. Stop. <laughs> Stop moving the chairs. Um, we can edit that out. That's cool. It's fine. No, I'm not. No. No. You're going to enjoy nope. it. Nope. I'm not spending the time. Anyway, uh, like you guys, but I'm not doing that. Uh, so it was like in the middle of me talking, too. So it would be really hard. It would be annoying. It's fine. It's fine. I'm distracted. Um, what was I saying? He comes up and he says, hey, guys, what's going oh, thank on? You. Is there a way I can help? Yeah. And so they're like, well, we're dead. We think it's battery alternator. We don't know or whatever. So he's got a little charger pack to jump you you know so he pulls that mm-hmm. out he comes up he hooks it up says give it a go we turn it on it turns over great good he disconnects and Boom. the car goes bang and dies right away and Ugh. he's like yeah i think that's your alternator and we're like yeah we think so too um, <laughs> yeah we yeah. gotta test it <laughs> so here's the lucky thing so we're dead on the side of the road in the death triangle which is mm-hmm. similar to Bermuda Triangle, but different. Um, when we we had all got together a couple weeks ago and like done some work on the bus together, mm-hmm. and our drummer two vehicles ago had had a van that he did conversion stuff to. So he had okay. this extra battery. Random. He had mm-hmm. this old school fan to like you know cut down on um, frosty window, you know, bus style van, like fan that you turn and defrost your window and stuff like that. And uh, Oh, like the the one, like like a desk fan that just like hangs from... Yeah, like, like in your school bus when you were a kid, they would have the fans and they'd point at the windshields because it helps to defrost your window. Oh, um, I did not realize. I thought that that's was what that's if it was hot. I mean, I'm sure they used it for that, too, but that is one of the purposes, is it helps huh. to defrost your window faster from the inside. Um, uh, just move an air on it and, and whatever. The more you know. So he brought all this stuff, and so we had this extra battery, and it was sitting in the bus because <laughs> he's going to... Spare bus. Oh, I got a spare bus right here. Spare, spare battery. Um, but, uh, no, so, so our band leader, he's going to hook up all these power inverters onto these, uh, auxiliary batteries so that we, you know, and then try to hook the auxiliary batteries up to the alternator. Well, this is the, what the, this is okay. the, um, future idea, right? To try to charge up the batteries while we're driving and then power the appliances off of the batteries. 
you know, either while we're driving or while we're not, you know. But uh-huh. but then they don't have any variance on if the the bus starts up the next day if we drain them, you know. This is like, you know, Walt and Jesse in the middle of the desert trying right. to jerry-rig a battery together. <laughs> right. Science! Science! Yeah. So anyway, so he had this battery for that reason, to like mm-hmm. you know, hook up some of these things, which none of it's done yet, right? But he just had the battery, and our drummer mm-hmm. had charged it up, and just luckily for them, they did, and this, this guy came by, because we didn't have any tools with us, but this guy right. came by, and he had a wrench that, was, that worked well enough for them to get the old battery off, and to put this mm-hmm. new battery in so that we could drive the bus back to our drummer's house, um, which is what we did. We hooked the battery up. It, charged, it started right back up, and we're like, okay, so we're guessing we don't have an alternator. We have until this battery so dies. So let's take mm-hmm. the bus back the 10 minutes that we just drove, and we're going to load up in a couple different cars and drive up to the gig, which is what we did, and we were fine, and we made it on time, and there was actually no issue, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in the moment when we were like, there is some issue, uh, you know, <laughs> obviously we were like, we're not going to make it. This is, uh, right. uh, this is bad times. So, um, thank you, drummer. You know who you are. You probably, you might listen to this. He listens to our podcast sometimes. Shout out. Um, so, so anyways, he saved the day and, uh, yeah, it was good. So that's, uh, that's the story. That is quite a story. I Thank like you. that story. That, Thank you. That, um, that was yeah, pretty random that you had just a spare car battery or yeah, it's not battery a, nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah, not every day that you just have a spare battery. Throw in the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my new this week is um, something that I just saw pop up on the Netflix. Ooh, okay. If you have, if you have Netflix, I, I, would, have. Yeah, I would encourage you to, to, to get into this. Supermarket Sweep well, did they, is did they, on Netflix. What, are they the old ones, or are they starting a new, se- a new series of it? It is the old ones from like 1983. Really? Yeah. It is great. <laughs> we watched we watched just the first episode last night just like on a oh, look at this. Like we've checked everything off of our list. This is our free time. We're just sitting here doing nothing waiting for you know, nothing. And so I was like, "Oh, supermarket sweep. Awesome." I got so excited so excited watching that show it was ridiculous like to the point where i mean one of the things is like you know they they ask you know it's like they show three products and they're like which one of these is over two dollars and you're like uh duh kudos kudos candy bar (laughs) like granola bars are way over two (laughs) dollars even back in the 80s there's no way and it's just like that's right, two thirty nine. You're like, but I would have been so good on this show, even though I wasn't even born. It was oh, it was so good. That's funny, so yeah. good. And like the hair and the outfits are just amazing. Supermarket Sweep is. I loved that show as a kid. 
Like, love that show. And it is just even better now. Like, it is so, so good. And it's just the most, like, random concept of a show. <laughs> it's just like, we're going to test your knowledge on how well you know the grocery store. And we're going to change the layout of it every once in a while so, like, you don't know exactly where the, you know, they even said, because it's weird, because they started it, but it's clear that the show has actually been running for a while by the time you're actually in this episode. Oh, well, looking at it, I'm on there right now. Is that This is a mm-hmm. collection, so it's not like a straight, yeah. straight thing. And you know, episode one of the collection is episode 1391. So they've had over a thousand episodes at this point um, on the run. Or is so. it season? Yeah, exactly. So like, it's oh, it's so good though, and like, um, like all the aspects that I remember, like obviously because it's it's not like they're redoing the show, right? Right. Like they did do a remake of the show, and I don't know that was, bleh. but no, yeah, not it's any just, good. Oh, it's, no. <laughs> but it's just so good because like yeah because like you're just like it's like and he goes to the meat section and he's loading up on it's like it's like those hams are 79 dollars a piece and like you know it's oh it's it's great i mean i think about that all the time when i go to the grocery store and now i'm gonna just like relive this whole thing and if i don't know it's just the if you have ever sh- seen the show, I will break it down very quickly for you. Yeah, there are there are three teams of two people each, and they have there's no rhyme or reason to who these people like are to each other. Like sometimes they're husband and wife, sometimes they're just like you know their kids are on the same soccer team, sometimes they're brother and sister or whatever. It's just like right. two people on this team, whatever, and. You um, answer some, like, fast trivia about groceries, essentially, and you're adding time and money to what will eventually be um, your, like, sweep at the end. And so you add, like, if you get the question right, you add, like, 10 seconds, and, you know, there's little challenges and stuff, like, in the middle, but it culminates in a change of costume, which I did not realize... Because, like, they're all wearing their, like, 80s garb and and everything. Well, I guess, let me back up. They call people out of the audience by giving people products, I uh-huh. guess, as they come in. Like, here, you get some shampoo, and you get a bag of Doritos, and you get um, a so thing of bagels. Pull and- a pull a random product, and then they're like, whoever's got Cheez-Its, and they're like, that's me. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, that's us. They run down. So it's, it's instead of, you know, come on down, your next is whatever. It's like, who's got the Doritos? And they're like, yeah. They like run down with the Doritos. And nice. They're on the show and everything like that. So whether that's rigged or not, doesn't matter. It's all <laughs> awesome. Because then they get down there, they do their little trivia things, and, and you know, um, come up with these product guesses and add like an extra 10 seconds. Cause at the end, one of the two goes on this run where you get a shopping cart. And like, if you have more time than every than the other two teams, then you start first and then they hold off until the other teams 
time, you know, like you've got 20 extra seconds, so they hold the other twos for like 20 seconds right. and so on and so forth. And your goal is to run around and get as much money worth as much as much stuff for the most money that you possibly can throughout the whole grocery store. The caveat is you can only take five things of any one product. So if you run to get like those hams, right? right. You can only grab five of those, but they're also really big. So you also want to go and get, you know, some of the like fancy cheeses or you want to go and get, you know, some of the um like this lady grabbed like a bunch of abalone, you know, and stuff like that because it's small or whatever. Uh-huh. But the best is there's all these like little things that like add to it as well. Like there are these inflatables and stuffed and like giant like carnival size stuffed animals that are worth bonuses. And so that's another thing. Like if you take that, it's going to be big and right. it's going to take up space and everything. And then the other thing is that takes up time is you can grind your own coffee. So you can like go get a bag, p- like pick out a thing of coffee, put it through the grinder, wait for it to grind, and then, you know, wrap it up and take it and, you know, that's 100 bucks worth of worth of stuff even though the coffee doesn't cost that much actually. Okay. And so you could get fresh ground coffee and all this kind of different stuff. Oh and, my goodness. And you're running around at the same time as these other two people are running around and you're there's also like some hidden things, so you try to get some clues and all that kind of different stuff to like get the special product that's going to give you extra points and all this kind of different. And it's just great because you're just panically running through the grocery store, just loading up and trying to get the most expensive stuff possible. And right. I guess there's like a there's like a caveat. There's like another rule that I just I didn't know that's in this first episode. That if you drop something like else, like say you're pulling, you know, cans of whatever off the shelf and something falls, you have to like pick it up and put it back. So you can't just like do you have like to a restock sweep. it, reshelve it. Yeah, you can't like just you know leave the grocery store like a total mess and everything like that. But then you know if you fill up your cart, you can go back and get another cart. But you know it's just all the time and everything like right. that. So it's 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 a fascinating show. And then they total everything up. Whatever team has the most um, gets to go to the last round where they have like a little scavenger hunt puzzle where the clues lead to different products. You know, like um, you'll like get a clue that has some kind of like fill in the blank pun. And you're like, you're like, did a chips ahoy, ahoy, like go, 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 go. So you run over to the cookie aisle and then you find the specially marked box of chips ahoy and you like, you know, look at the clue there and it leads you to somewhere else and everything like that to try to, so it's interesting. Cause yeah, like some, like I think about it, I'm like, how many of these products are like regional, you know, like yeah. in this one, you know, like, you know, if you had like tasty cakes as right. your thing, like, have you ever t- had tasty cakes? I think I have, but you can't get them here. Yeah. They're like an East coast thing and so like yeah like it would be interesting to see what their research is to be like no this is a national product and this is this and this is. but i mean like yeah like i just remember even having gone to like canada and trying to find uh like graham crackers no graham crackers like went to like six grocery stores like different 
and they actual... Just don't, just don't do graham crackers yeah. up in Canada, huh? Yeah, it was weird. And Crazy. So, yeah, and so, like, that's the thing is, like, or another experience that I had that was, you know, grocery store related. Um, <laughs> there was this girl in my apartment complex that was from Sweden. Uh-huh. And she, she needed laundry detergent. She didn't know the word for laundry detergent, so she was trying to say, like, soap for clothes and stuff like that. And But she's like, you know, it's like it's like the... Uh, it's like flour, but it's like, you know, you wash your clothes. and Oh, I'm like, oh, laundry detergent. You're talking about powdered laundry detergent. Got it. So I took her to the grocery store, just, you know, average whatever grocery store. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, here's here's the detergent aisle. And she just was like, like mind blown. Like it's this whole aisle with like every color that you can imagine of different bottles and uh-huh. boxes and stuff. And she's like, what, like, what do I pick? And I'm like. Well, I mean, if we're supermarket sweeping these, you go with the tide. That's obviously. But <laughs> if, if you're if you're going for whatever, you know, um, it's like, well, first you have to ask yourself, it's like, do you want powdered or do you want um, liquid? Do you want um, softener in the detergent or do you want softener on the side or do you want dryer sheets or do you want this? Do you want? And it's like, it's like, yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta really know your grocery store. And everything like that. Like I, I think that game. I think it would be interesting to do it backwards, yeah. As well, to um, this is something that my brother suggested when we were texting back and forth about it last night. It's <laughs> just like you have you have fifteen dollars and you have to go to Whole Foods and you have to come up with a meal for four. Like, Off of fifteen bucks. Know. Oh my! You know, It'd and everything like that. You know. Yeah, and that you're like dentin cans to get like a discount and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just like yeah, go hog wild in a grocery store and you know pick out the best or the most expensive stuff and kind of like you know and you and your partner, whoever they might be, you know, you got to come up with your strategy. It's like okay, I'm going for the chocolate first. You know, chocolate's easy. Chocolate, you know, like the it's like nobody ever thinks about that and like. Because that's the other thing too is it's not like a it's not like your neighborhood grocery store either, right? So it is a game show, and the fact that you have to like study the game because, like, yeah, if you go to that grocery store and you're like, it's like yeah, like everybody goes for the tropes. They go for the hams and the turkeys and the, you know, paper towels and the this and the right. that, like all this all this different stuff. It's like, but you know what? It's like, it's like this grocery store might have. They might have truffles. You just got to find them. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, where's the truffles? It's like, I spent the whole time looking for this, like, $1,000 can of, you know, or $1,000 truffle. And it's like, yeah, well, I mean, it's in this case over here. But um, I don't know. I think that show is just, oh, man, it's so good. And just, like, answering the questions and stuff like that, it just gets me so excited. I mean... I never understood like the prices right where they came up with those numbers, you know? Yeah. Like we I think we talked about that a little bit where it's like who is buying a car for $14,826? Right. Like there's no way that that is like the that's They're not the that advertised up to price. Like there's no <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> <laughs> like that give me the market price because I'm getting screwed on this nickel and your nickel and diamond me out of my prize money cuz I got six numbers I got to put out there and there's no way I know 
where like the like where the not or where the seven fits in if it's not in the first two digits right <laughs> and everything like that but that's funny, anyway dude. yeah exactly that's so. funny i'll have to check it out again i watched it as a kid oh, a couple of times but i never like i don't know if i ever watched a full episode but it's oh, kind it's of an so ingenious good. idea everyone goes to the grocery store you're yeah. all you're every week. Someone's there looking for food mm-hmm. and stuff, and you know you learn the layout and and. Uh, well, the know, the best was fun. like Stephanie's like because they they win little prizes and they like you have to like sprint right so uh-huh. it's like you have thirty seconds to go find me whatever it is you know go find me the you know Doritos or whatever and like one of the partners has to like sprint down find out which aisle it's in, find the marked bag of Doritos and run back. But this is like when there was like two flavors of Doritos. Like nowadays it'd just be like, well, I'm screwed because there's like half this aisle is freaking random (laughs) flavors of Doritos. But, uh, and then you run back because if you get back in 20 seconds, you get like a hundred dollars. If you get back within 30 seconds, you get like $50. And Stephanie was like, remember when people used to do stuff with such low amounts of money? (laughs) Like... I'm, it's like yeah, fifty dollars. Yeah. Sure, I'll do that. Or it's just like uh, I'm not going on a game show unless I have the option of winning like you know, a couple million. So let's let's get that straight. Well, still that's nice. But if I just have to run and grab something and get back in thirty seconds, I'll take fifty bucks for that. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, that's great. But that's not but that's not game show money anymore. You know? No, it's not. It's really it's not. Like, well, I mean, you know, hundred thousand dollar pyramid, like. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that's what you won, $100,000. Yeah. That's Have you still... watched uh, The Floor is Lava? I started it. I didn't. I uh, I got interrupted, so I didn't get I just was, like, on the introduction. I didn't huh. get into it. Yeah. Because uh, that's only that's only a $10,000 prize. Still. I think but it, I mean, you know, people should it's $10,000 for, I, I mean, I'm not, you know. The average American it, like, only makes, like, you know. Uh, two thirds more than that, like that's like a third mm-hmm. of average salary, month, uh, yearly salary. So yeah, take your ten thousand. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, you mean triple that, right? Well, yeah, it's a third. <laughs> like that would be a third of a yearly salary on average. Right. Right. Um, for an average exactly. American salary. And so I mean that's the thing is yeah, at least. I don't know. The thing I like about Supermarket Sweep, I guess, versus some of these other shows, is like, there's no, like, they are just pumping through it. It is like, it is like, all right, we're on to the next thing, on we're to the next thing. And it is like, whereas, like, I feel like so many shows now, it's like, you're just padding and padding. Like, mm-hmm. you know, deal or no deal, it's like, oh, let's, yeah. let's see how long this decision makes. L- I'm like, no, man, I want action. I want people sprinting in sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> I want people in matching sweaters sprinting around a grocery store hauling meats and cheeses and delicacies <laughs> back to their partner. Go, 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 go. And the high stakes that they might win maybe $6,000. <laughs> right. Still. But, awesome. Yeah. No, it's it's great. And um yeah, I mean, it would just be such it's it's one of those shows that yeah, like when you were a kid, it's like, "Oh, I would dominate on this show." Like, I'd be so good. And then when you get there, you're like, "I couldn't find I I couldn't find the, you know, the marked 
you know, cherries or whatever. Where was the milk? I couldn't, I couldn't find the, it's like, oh, it was a bagel. Bagels, come on, man. Like, are bagels in the bread or are they like in this like other special, you know, like on the, on the end cap. The end cap, the end cap is what screws you, man. (laughs) Why are they pulling, why are they pulling it out of the normal spot and putting it on the end cap? That's the worst. Uh, I hate that. It happens too often in the grocery store. Mm Mm-hmm. That's awesome, man. That's yeah. cool. Check it out, people. If you're not familiar with uh, Supermarket Sweep, uh, look it up. Supermarket it's Sweep, yeah. Collection One on Netflix is live yep. now. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. So that is our show. That's our show for yeah. today. I just poked myself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, you go deal with that. I'm fine. I'm not yes. bleeding. Okay. Well, um, we will have uh, some more good stuff for you next time. You know it. If there's anything you want to let us know, in the meantime, uh, tag nbrando at the Gmail or the Twitter or the Instagram. Yes. Um, yeah, let us know. And um, especially if uh if you want to just like you know start chronicling your life and tweeting us and everything like that is definitely something yeah tell us what's going on with your life that is going to be somebody's whole biography is going to be all of their tweets own tweets let's do it yeah let's do it but uh yeah some people got some stuff to say so say it to us and we'll uh we'll we'll read it and see what's what's going on with you Sounds good. Uh, anyway, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. Bye.